Welcome to the Traditional Skillshare Collective Podcast, a place where homesteaders and those who strive to live a simpler life can learn how to package and promote their much-needed skills in the digital marketplace. I'm Claire Winson, your host, and I've got a passion for self-reliance, online marketing, and a good French roast. So brew the coffee, steep the tea, and come stay a while. Welcome to the absolute first, never been done before, episode one of the Traditional Skillshare Collective podcast. If we haven't met, I'm Claire, and welcome. In this out-of-the-gate episode, we will chat about why the last couple of hundred years led up to this podcast being created and how it will help you and what to expect inside of our weekly chats. Oh, and by the way, there is a free Facebook group that goes hand in hand with this podcast. It's got the same name, Traditional Skill Share Collective. So go and search for it in Facebook and I will leave a link in the podcast description as well. That group is an online community that's focused on helping people become more self-reliant and less dependent on corporations and institutions or on the supply chain as much as we reasonably can. So who is this group and this podcast really for? If you've created a class or a course and you teach a traditional skill online, this is the perfect place for you to be in order to learn how to effectively market it and reach more people. And this is also a really great place if you've got a traditional skill, but you haven't created a course, you'd like to somehow package it, and you want some help on how to do that and how you can help others become more self-reliant. And finally, it's an awesome place if you're looking to learn a traditional skill so that you can become better prepared to take care of your family. And it's a fantastic way to find beta testers who will give feedback and give testimonials and review on those classes. So real quick, when I talk about traditional skills, I mean any skill that will help you to take care of your family's basic needs. And so broken down, that could look like food, Think uh, food growing, harvesting, preparation in basic situations, preservation such as canning and fermentation, water collection or purification, building, shelter, clothing, sewing, weaving, that kind of thing. Anything medical, holistic, medical, DIY things, first aid, as well as safety and security, including tool making and knife sharpening and bushcraft and probably a lot of other categories as well. But anything that helps you take care of your basic necessities with little to no help from the outside. And this podcast and the group really came from my love of all things self-reliance and the skills that I have in digital marketing, and then seeing this need in the homesteading frugal living community for people to have better marketing. So by trade, I'm a conversion copywriter. I'm a funnel strategist and funnel builder for business owners who want to create classes and courses to share their skills beyond any one-on-one services that they might have. So this is exactly what I do. But I was starting to feel like I was living a 
double agent kind of life because when I wasn't face to face with clients, my reading material was Mother Earth News and Backwoods Magazine and the old schoolhouse and that kind of thing. My hobbies were foraging and canning and I homeschool and it honestly felt like I didn't fit in with what you think of when you think of marketing, that high-end kind of flashiness of it all. And so I literally took these two sides of me and I've made them into one so that I can help people in industries that I absolutely love and help them create things that help other people. And one of the things that I said in the beginning, a little bit strange, was that this podcast was in essence, a few hundred years in the making. And this is why I say that. Because a few generations back, families were so much more self-sustaining. They worked their land. They were up before the sun. They were in bed early. They fed their animals and whatever the weather was. They made their food from scratch. They made that food last. And when they were out, they were out. They made their own clothes. They patched the clothes. They wore them until they were were done. And all of the skills that they needed in order to do that were passed down through the generations. The sowing, the harvesting, the food prep shelter and the clothing, what you didn't know or what you couldn't create yourself would then be traded with someone else who either had that thing or had that skill. And I know that I'm romanticizing this a little bit. It wasn't an easy life, but that's not the point because they had the ability to take care of themselves in a way that most of us really can't. We just don't have the skills and even From a legal perspective, we lose a lot of ground every year. But with the first and second industrial revolution came new manufacturing processes. More jobs outside the home. People were leaving farming. They left their land. The cities grew. And those basic necessities, the farming, the land, the food, the clothing production, all of that started to be taken care of by someone else. So just, you know, in a nutshell... To streamline this, with this easier life, we had all this time and all this money for entertainment that now distracted us even further, and fewer and fewer people had these skills or the mindset to be self-reliant, right? Because who needs to bake bread if you can buy a loaf on your way home? And who needs to prepare food or ensure that it lasts for a long time if you have a regular paycheck and a grocery store up the road? and a car to get you there. So the standard of living improved. And now if you could see me right now, I'm using air quotes when I say that, because while we were improving our standard of living and medical care and hygiene and really well-needed child labor laws, and that is all good, this is also where we started to become less independent and we started to lose those basic skills. So increased standard of living, but at what cost? Those skills were so needed as the people went through the Great Depression, but we've built bigger and bigger. And so by 2020 and certainly beyond, for the first time, most of us who live in the U.S. or in a first world country We're actually looking at bare shelves and these long lines to get into stores. The government had the ability to open or shut down a business indefinitely. We were told who could go in and who couldn't. People were out of work. Their mandates and the possibility of no job 
or even no entrance into some public places in the future, and we certainly see the signs that inflation will skyrocket. And so again, many people are waking up to the fact that we need to have better skills than we have right now. So I remember back in 2020, there was a shortage of yeast in the stores in our local area, or the stores weren't open, or people didn't want to go to the stores. And so there was a lack of yeast and people started getting really interested in sourdough which is something that I do have and I can do but I had never thought of it as um, a preservation skill or a traditional skill or something that someone else didn't have or would need but suddenly faced with the fact that there was no yeast or no bread or the stores weren't open suddenly this was a skill that I had that somebody else could use. And just a side note here, because there's one thing in the podcast before I get completely off track, but there is one thing in the podcast and in the group that we are just not going to talk about, and that's politics. So listen, I've got some really big opinions, but this space isn't about politics. It's not about whose fault something is or which is the good party or which is the bad party. It's about becoming more self-reliant no matter who is in charge. There are plenty of places where you can get into that kind of discussion and honestly should get involved at a grassroots level. But this isn't the place to do that because in here we want to be focused on making a difference in your family and in other families no matter what is happening outside the front door. So the only time that we are going to step into that fray of politics would be if there's an actual bill or law being enacted that could somehow infringe upon or help your ability to be more self-reliant. So just thinking locally in the West Coast, we have some bills related to farming, hunting, and fishing, and what that might look like in the future. So we might bring something like that up and you can, you're welcome to bring something like that up in the group if it's local to your area. But even then, it's only just to let people know what's going on, the impact that that might have on you. And then we're going to look at the solutions in terms of getting you prepared and getting you self-reliant. And we'll leave the downward spiral into political parties and individuals involved because we don't have time for that. So obviously, as people become more aware that there could be an ongoing disruption in daily life. This wasn't just a year or two thing. We've seen a huge increase in audience members on YouTube and Facebook groups, Google searches around anything to do with being more independent or prepared or ready. But growing your audience is one thing. So when you've got an interested group of people who are already looking for that, it becomes a lot easier to grow your group, grow your email list. But we want to be able to package those skills so that you can actually sell them and market them more effectively. So most marketers will work in a specific industry like B2B and they'll serve other businesses who serve other businesses. Or they might be high-end luxury you know, watches and perfumes and things or fast-moving consumer goods, which are those things that we need on a daily basis but have a lot of competition around like toothpaste and toilet paper but they all operate differently to what a slow living frugal minded homesteading preparedness market does 
If you were to listen to a B2B marketer explain how you need to price your class or what type of class you need, you will probably struggle because your market is very different to another business. Your consumers are different. So if you create a class and just hope that people will buy because you've got a big group or because there's an interest in it, you might actually find that not as many people as you thought are going to buy that. It might mean that you have to do more marketing. It might mean you need to write a better sales page. And what does all of that even mean? Well, this is exactly what this podcast is for. It's marketing for homesteading and frugal living types of businesses. So some episodes will just be me sharing advice and experience or answering questions from listeners. And some will be interviews with other new and established homesteading business owners, and they can share their businesses, their struggles, their successes, what's worked and what hasn't. And then there will be interviews with experts who have more specific skills in areas of course creation and digital marketing, including the tech that you need to build up that funnel, what platforms you would need, Pinterest experts, Facebook ad strategists who will have the ability to just break down these really big marketing concepts into usable chunks so you can replicate it in your business. Okay, so that wraps up our first episode. Thank you so much for joining. Next week, we're gonna chat about how to make money online from your homesteading and frugal living or simple living skills. So please subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss anything. And I would really appreciate it if you would consider sharing the traditional Skillshare Collective podcast on social media or with a friend. See you next time.